Sage Cigarettes presents a ghost in the magazine. I'm Steph. And I'm Elle. And we are in week three of 31 Days of Horror. So, like last week, we made lists from worst <laughs> to best. I'll do my list. Um, my worst for me was The Devil Below, then Unfriended, then I Know What You Did Last Summer, which is not a bad movie. It's just, you know, in the list of movies that we had. Then Come True, then Cure, then We Summon the Darkness, and then Best, a classic horror story. Take it away, Elle. Okay, mine's similar-ish. Um, the Devil Below was definitely the, the bad one here. Then I had Come True, and then Unfriended, I Know What You Did Last Summer, Pure, a classic horror story, and then on the top was We Summon the Darkness. It was just too metal. I, I, could, I had to... I already talk. knew that. I already <laughs> knew that. I'm listening to them talk about metal shit, and I was like, I was loving this right now. I wish we were watching it together. So I think it's. Uh, I think we're gonna go with my list this week. Yeah. Okay. So we'll start with the Devil Below. So the Devil Below has a very interesting premise, but that's where it ends. the The premise is interesting, like having something like weird in an abandoned mine somewhere in Appalachia that people stumble upon and it terrorizes them that that part um I'm 100% for but this one it was just it was dark the anthracite was the mineral they were supposedly after and I spent more time on the wiki page than I did paying attention to the movie because the movie was boring as hell and it was really slow so I looked up anthracite and it's like only about twice as expensive as regular coal is it worth dying uh, over by worm monsters, worm man monsters? Apparent, apparently. And, and what you said about like, you know, monsters in the Appalachians, like that's, that is a very interesting premise, especially with like the trends on TikTok right now. They have a lot of that, like interesting things that you hear out in the months. And I just feel like they could have gone somewhere and for me, they didn't go anywhere right yeah I and I I love the idea of like old haunted mines because terrible things happen in mines terrible human suffering like bad and like even people that that lived through it they suffered while they were working down there it wasn't good conditions like amazing ghost stories could be told in mines this wasn't one of them this wasn't one of them it was boring it was slow it was dark I couldn't see what was going on I, I honestly couldn't out. see much either. Yeah. And so it made it super like unenjoyable for me. I kind of really liked it at the beginning. Um, I thought it was great that it started like immediately. It was crazy. And then I liked the tour guide. She's like this boss bitch foreign <laughs> lady. And she's like, I got everything under control. But literally everybody else in this movie ruins it. Yeah. So and the monsters were weird. <laughs> I just wasn't sure what really what they're supposed to be yeah they're like some kind of like weird like sarlacc pit of a human or humanoid <laughs> creature I don't know I not a sarlacc pit it, it the costumes were bad too because I mean it looked like a guy in a costume that was the other thing like there was no I see that <laughs> yeah I'm fresh off of Halloween Horror Nights so definitely could have been a scare actor <laughs> easy easy yeah. peasy I don't I really don't have much 
felt Mm -mm. this way about this movie. I'm kind of over it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I was hyped for it when I was reading the description, Mm -hmm. but that's over. So (laughs) So the next one's Unfriended. I have respect for what they were trying to do here. They were trying to tell a story in a very uh, different way. It was Mm -hmm. low budget, obviously, or it could have been done low budget if it wasn't. It was creative, but it was dumb. (laughs) I gather my thoughts and feelings here. Um, It did take an interesting twist because, you know, there are countless movies and stories where someone gets bullied to the point of, unaliving themselves Mm -hmm. and that's always sad like the bullying thing here's my issue with this one like the twist was surprise it's a popular girl and Mm -hmm. it was her friends that did it Mm -hmm. Mm, it just (sighs) the other thing is is like kids are shitty don't get me wrong but is anybody this shitty like this group of friends is like banging each other behind each other's back and like and it's not college. They're in high school. Them. Yeah, it's it's like they're they're a bunch of like rapists and murderers behind. And it's like, is anybody really that bad? They're, if they are, there's not a group of them who are that bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I mean, <laughs> it's embarrassing. The girl got super drunk, passed out, shit herself, and she was wearing a white skirt. We don't wear white skirts. Well, the other the other thing that's uncomfortable about this is. I, I'm I'm a terminally online leftist, and there is Caitlin Bennett, Boo Boo Bennett. She shit herself at a party, and her life went a different way. She became an online right wing uh, personality. Uh, so you know, this is just like the story of what would have happened if Boo Boo Bennett had killed herself after she did the Boo Boo. Um, and I don't know if I, I don't know how how comfortable that makes me. It puts me into like these ethically ambiguous waters where I feel like kind of a creep for acknowledging that. So I don't know. It was just there was an extra level of uncomfortable there for me. I literally didn't even know that Caitlin Bennett shit herself. Yep, that that's is awesome. Like, like a way to. Way to spin your life around girlfriend respect, but that's the only yep. thing about her that I respect. Yep. She's, a, she's a shitty human. Yes. Well, and sorry to make that a theme, everybody. <laughs> if the your other... friend shits themselves, don't record it. Don't record it. Don't put it online. DC, especially don't... because she's an unconscious female with mm-hmm. a skirt up to you nowhere. Mm-hmm. Have some decency for your friend have some decency for just a fellow lady I would never like I would have some never decency for yourself for fuck's sake like I'm not gonna put that kind of shit out there anyway like who wants to put that bad energy out into the world personally like I'm not gonna be attached to that shit I don't know and this is ultimate karma like literally mm-hmm. she came back and picked them all off I do love the whole through the computer genre I feel like it's really fitting to where we are right now in the pandemic and how our lives mm-hmm. changed I kind of live for that kind of horror innovation but the girl the main girl um what is her name Blair the one who 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 cheats on her boyfriend she's extra she's Mm -hmm. extra and I feel like everything would have been better without her maybe with the I will say I have watched this one now I've watched host and then I watched host I've seen that. That's what I was thinking of. We we did that one before. And then I watched one, there was a bad bin version. And this is again, another, uh, uh, 
a movie producer who makes his own movies by himself, like on a very low budget. And this is the better of the three. I think that the bad Ben guy actually just got random friends to make videos of themselves freaking out and then tried to edit them together in like a creative Mm. way. And it just, it didn't line up story-wise. Sorry, Ben. Yeah, uh, but at the same, at least, you know, we have people here that are trying to do something interesting with the format, which I can respect. The, The problem I had with this one is I, I couldn't see in another way because they had all of these text uh, things that you had to read up on the TV. Oh, I see. And I, I realized I need to go get new glasses apparently because I couldn't see it from where I was sitting. <laughs> I missed out a little bit. Okay, well, I read everything. Uh, yep, I saw all of it. It was very dramatic. Mm. I, I'm here for it. I watch a lot of, well, I don't anymore, but I did used to watch a lot of reality TV and keep it on in the background. So I just kind of like that shit, but it's it's still towards the bottom of this pile. Yeah. So any more on that one or? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the next one is, I know what you did last summer. <clears throat> I've seen this movie like 20 times in my life. Uh, it's a classic for me, like such a quintessential, like, 90s it goes like right along with scream except scream is better scream is way better than i know you did last summer but a cozy flasher if that can be a thing tell me tell me i just i'm not a fan of the slasher genre at all this I was know. not for me i i i like the, the thing i like about horror movies is being able to have like some level of like supernatural like intervention that causes suspense and this hints at it for a while because you're like who is it it could be like some kind of vengeful spirit but no it's just this guy that they they hit and acting like asshole kids that perfectly yes. aligned with the thing and i will say i this this was a teen movie when i was a teenager and i did not watch it until yesterday and i oh. slept through parts of it no okay <laughs> i i watched it when i was young and i was never like scared of it slash i don't know slashers have never done that for me but i understand all the reasons why it could for other people there are two big issues I have with this movie Mm. one is how fucking aggressive Ryan Phillippe's character is I don't know why he's like that Uh, like he has serious anger issues and that is a problem he's like a teenager so like big yikes but he's a rich kid so I can see Mm, suck my dick (laughs) I don't know I went to school with some boys that were like that and they were these like entitled rich kids that if they didn't get what they wanted they would just flip really fast and do excessively violent things whether it was verbally or physically violent they weren't afraid to do either to get their way okay so so that that makes a whole lot of sense to his character I still fucking hate him and I would punch him in his handsome face I don't think he's handsome so there's that I think he's so cute but like when he's angry I'm like oh I just want to rip your bottom lip off and then (laughs) see how you go through life with no fucking lip how about that then the other issue I have is I forget the characters names even though I've seen this movie a bunch of times Mm -hmm. Jennifer Love Hewitt's character if I listen I I fully I get it snitches and the stitches I get it (laughs) But if my whole future is in jeopardy for some shit I didn't even fucking do, I'm going to tell you whatever you want to hear and I'm going straight to the police because mm-hmm. I'm not about to have a murder on my hands. It was an accident. Yeah. It was an accident. 
mm-hmm. and we're gonna handle it like an accident but then again there wouldn't be a movie if they did that so I besides the fact they've got a rich kid in the car at least in my part neck of the woods a rich kid does some shit like that he's gonna get off there's not gonna be any accountability anyway so it doesn't matter he could have like, just told his dad and be like can you please help me clean this up and they pay the sheriff and that'd be the end of it that's that's what happens in eastern washington like that's what's gonna happen wherever they're at yep but she didn't and there's sequels to this movie (sighs) yeah (laughs) see for me there's two kinds of of slashers and i don't like either of them there are is like the strangers I hate that movie because it it, it gives me body anxiety because of what's being done to the character. I, I have too much empathy for that. I can't mm-hmm. I can't deal with it. I don't like it because it's too realistic to me because people are fucking evil. See, when something is paranormal, it's like, I don't know. I, I, I expect like there's some rules to it. We can find some rules and solve this problem. But people are fucking evil and unhinged and I don't trust people. This one was just boring. It was under the boring one. And I was just like, this is twisting but you a fall lot. asleep and I did fall asleep I fell asleep a couple of times I always kind of doze for like maybe 10 minutes or so and then I try to back it up a bit but I also thought it was funny that the kid from Roseanne was in here oh my god <laughs> yes and I totally forgot about that but that's the one from the big bang theory right yeah I don't I don't acknowledge that show existing okay. but yeah <laughs> Well, it's usually on in the TV in my house because my roommates leave it on. And oh, my dad I, does too. That's why I don't acknowledge it. <laughs> I was watching and I'm like, this guy looks super familiar and not from the show. What is he from? And when this came on, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and he tries to be so hard and it's yeah. gross. <laughs> he's, he's such a cornball. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, before we move on, I just want to acknowledge the fact we're not giving very much like plot wise. And I think that's how we're going to continue to do it Mm. for the 31 days of horror because you're going to get bored. And also some of these movies we like to watch again for later Mm -hmm. episodes and then really go into it. So that's just how we're going to, that's just how we're going to continue. The next one is come true on your list. All right. I really liked this movie even though I did not know what the fuck was going on I had no idea what was happening but it was so like visually nice to me like it was so dark oh that's probably the problem you had with it that's my big problem I had I was like visually nice and see I saw that in other reviews online and I'm like how the fuck can you see anything I can't see shit I have no idea what's going on up the brightness on your tv and make sure the windows are closed I know you're so mad but for me (laughs) it's got to be worth it and this one had no plot in it for me to find so no it it did it I'm shallow though so I'm gonna give you the reasons why (laughs) I really enjoyed it okay okay so visually I love the dream sequences because depending on what kind of movie they pair with or music sorry depending on what kind of music they pair with these scenes really uh determines how you feel about it so they could have easily done like have you ever seen it follows the music is really jarring so and unsettling Mm. like it stays with you after the movie I guess we'll have to do that one it's it reminds me of tea um you know what this one reminded me of come true reminded me of it was like a great value version of mandy with the way that they tried to do the music in the videos. great value it uh, was it you're was just mad you couldn't see it that's why well, that that too 
<laughs> they were trying to be like Pano Cosmatos. That's what it felt like, is they were Listen. trying to do that kind of thing. I didn't feel like it was a ripoff. <laughs> it's okay to have cordial disagreements with your friends. Their music choice just made it such like a lovely trip. And then visually, the um, the actress, I really liked watching her. She's mm-hmm. very captivating. And I'm just like, True. and it was that she was homeless, a homeless, you know, she's 18. She didn't have anywhere to go. She was sleeping on a slide in the beginning. And literally, she only went to the sleep study because they were going to pay her for it. And she's like, mm-hmm. sweet, I have a place to sleep and I have money. But it just turned so wild and confusing. Then the creepy doctor, I couldn't figure out why I was obsessed with him. I was like, I love his face, even though he's a creep. Then I realized who he is. Hmm. He plays, he's the guy who plays Peter Romantic in Hemlock Grove. And I'm obsessed with him. Oh, okay. He just has a different haircut and glasses. And I went through the whole 90s saying, oh, a ponytail and glasses doesn't make you look like a fucking nerd. Yes, it does. <laughs> and I say that as a person who wears glasses and has a ponytail. I just mm-hmm. didn't recognize him at first. And I, but I don't know what the movie was about. I think that, that she's in a coma. At the end, yeah, that's what really, that was when, when that, that message came across, I was like, fuck this movie. Fuck this no, movie, not Sky me. High. I was like, ah, it was ah. just like we can't finish the film we don't know what we were doing it was a, it was all so. a coma dream it was all a coma dream that's it, it's just like the and then she wakes up thing and I hate that I hate that trope it makes because, me mad hear how angry she's getting and I'm looking at her with like the biggest <laughs> smile on my face and I'm laughing the whole time but <laughs> I just liked that. I liked it because I it gives purpose to the fact that we don't know what the fuck is going on. And yeah. surprise, you're in a coma. But like, I feel like the way that she was in the end, you know, murdery. I feel like that kind of meant she says, "Fuck y'all, I'm not trying to get out of this coma. Like, mm-hmm. leave me alone. Leave yeah. me alone." There were some aspects of it I like. I I will say I do. I did like both of the main characters, like her and the um the dude, the creepy the dude. creepy doctor. Yeah, oh, he's so fine. He's got Sorry. a charisma about him. I will give him that. His uh, eyes and like the way he just be like looking at her, like she's the most fascinating thing he's ever mm-hmm. seen in his life. Please, somebody look at me like that. Just kidding. I look at myself. Yes. No men. <laughs> Independent women with eyeballs. <laughs> I've got eyeballs of my own to look at myself. That's right. And in a reflection, I've got eyeballs on eyeballs. Oh my God. Okay. So let's move on to uh, pure. So I literally just got done saying how we're not going to get into plot, but this one needs to be discussed. And I, I, I brought it up before. I don't think on the podcast, but when I watched this movie last year, I brought it up on Twitter and the director is a woman and she actually liked my tweet about it. So I was like super stoked. It hits a lot of our triggers, this movie does. So, ooh, I get real angry because I just, it's just a lot. So this movie is about a girl. I know, I remember her name. Her name is Shay. She has hair like mine. She's brown and she's beautiful. She's a young lady. And her mother died a few months prior. And, you know, they found her father who quote unquote, didn't know she existed. So he took her in. He had an, he has another daughter named Joe and decided to take them both to this purity retreat where it's only men and their daughters. And they're 
their daughters who are literally in their adolescence, you know, they're blossoming, um, have to pledge their purity to their fathers. Their fathers literally like wear a key around their neck that is the key to their like virginity, like their hymen key. And they say that the dads hold on to that and protect them until the day they get married. And that's when they give the key to their husband. 100%, yeah. I get mad at that song. Even the one that's like, can I have your daughter for the rest of my life? Say yes, say yes, because I need to know. And he's like, I'm going to marry her without your permission. And I think that sounds fucking stupid. I don't need anybody's permission. And if you ever, ever go to my father, my biological father, to ask her permission, I will dump you. I'm not going to fucking marry you. Yep. So this movie also you know they're 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 christian people and there's this hateful pastor who has a daughter of his own who is literally telling these young girls that if they even kiss a boy they're fucking trash they're garbage um and he compares them to chewed up gum which literally made me want to rip his spine out mortal Kombat style seriously i i was thinking more uh cut you know rip his balls off peace style you know hire that lady so the other thing that uh, this movie is about is Lilith. And I love the story of Lilith. I literally didn't learn about her until I started my spiritual journey. Here's the thing. She's not in the Christian Bible. It's Adam's first wife, which God created to be his equal. That's right. His equal. She's in the Jewish Bible, though, which I think is funny that Christians denounce considering Jesus was a Jew. Let that sink in for two minutes, Okay. So Adam didn't like her being his equal and lied about her to God, which if it's God, God should know what the truth is and what's not. So they cast her out and she became a demon in Christian's eyes. And then God took one of Adam's ribs and said, here's a better, weaker wife. She'll do whatever you tell her to do. Suck my whole left titty. (laughs) This this film just like it goes hard and the symbolism that it shows like as a supernatural fan right we see feathers she's picking up feathers everywhere that's Lilith is the angel right Mm -hmm. and then we see the the priest with black eyes coughing up black bile like very supernatural Winchesters yep somebody call the damn Winchesters here (laughs) where's the Impala yeah uh the purity ball thing that is something that goes on in every small town across america and it's disgusting (laughs) none for me thanks and like i grew up you know with a christian background luckily none of them were hard i can't even say that because i just stayed away from the pentecostal side i I don't know what they do but (laughs) i never had to do any of these things i don't like it it's Mm. nasty like don't and then the the worst part wasn't even like all this is bad okay mm-hmm. bad that all the men group together to, to make their daughters feel unworthy and like shit but then they rope in young teenage boys to tempt their daughters mm-hmm. as tests that's disgusting it's disgusting on so many levels it's just like for one thing people have a hard time raising boys anyway in my experience like 
to have these boys be told at this age that they're entitled to this and like entitled to be like the arbiters of, of the women's ethics or like whatever you want to call it, like their purity. It's just, it's extra gross. It's an extra layer of gross. That part. Mad. It makes me incredibly sad and angry, but divine intervention. Mm-hmm. Is, is it divine? Is, is, I would say. Mm-hmm. I, I think, no, I was just going to say, I think that in a lot of ways we're presented these stories about things and it's like up to you to decide what is, what, what it's about. You know, um, a lot of people in spiritual practices don't see Lilith as a demon. I don't personally see Lilith as a demon. So I don't either. It's like, honestly, it took me a while to get, come to that conclusion because I have the residual Christian guilt, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately, but the more that I remember that the Bible is whitewashed. It <laughs> like is. Men. They've cut mm-hmm. things out and they've like, there's literally a whole King James version. Yeah. There are versions of the Bible. There are, are things that literally were the biggest thing that I learned this year is that they, I keep wanting to say misdiagnosed and that's wrong. They mistranslated <laughs> mm-hmm. parts of the Bible. Oh yeah. To, like, that's why there are statues of Moses with horns because they mistranslated that he doesn't have horns <laughs> there's there's mistranslation there is purposeful manipulation there is purposeful like dropping out pieces like whole books to passages have been dropped out over the centuries and they're not people we can trust the victors mm-hmm. are never trustworthy we'll put it that way no. the victors of history are no. never trustworthy I I think this movie um it was kind of junk foodie like the way it was like it was very it felt very good and 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 that always puts off alarm bells and like am I really getting any lesson or anything good out of this but I yes. enjoyed it it was like it was like we summoned the darkness and that what I and, and teeth I just like I viscerally enjoy this this is something <laughs> I enjoy <laughs> I was really hoping that you would like this one because it's, yeah. it's so high mm-hmm. on my like on my love list I I love how Lilith came out in this movie mm-hmm. I love that then the girl to like kind of welcome Lilith to use her as a vessel is brown I love it she's like one of the only brown girls in there I yeah. just but it also proves that men are shitty mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean are. the shittiness is so profound uh we have mm-hmm. the the pastor's daughter has massive anxiety this girl is suffering oh, massively yeah. her she's tearing her insides out throughout the whole thing like everything she's very concerned about everyone else's opinions of things and that is a seriously shitty and bad way to live your life she's gonna die like that somebody that actually lives like that you're gonna die like 20 30 years early just I'm from anxietying yourself yeah. out of it yeah and then we have you know the throwaway daughter with that you know he he brought in his new daughter that uh he doesn't actually really even give a shit about he's just trying to punish the old daughter and they and it's just like it's all bad and the good thing about it is in the end the girls come together and they see past Mm -hmm. all of the fucking machinations of the the fucking men and i love it the girl the way she was screaming in the cage oh my (laughs) gosh i literally had chills i was like yes just get out of that cage and kill all the men burn them with fire Yes. And then but there was also this daughter who the dad had made her do 5 a.m. runs and count calories. And she's so small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one was a, it was a, a good one. I like this one. So Schmanner Chitty and Lilith is queen. Amen. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I think we should come come back to this one at some point and do a more in-depth read and like bring some other people in to talk about it too. Okay. okay. So our next movie is We Sun in the Darkness, which was such a pleasant surprise. Yes. I don't know how to say her last name. I tweeted about it, but Alexandra Piercing Eye Girl, the one who was in San Andreas and Percy Jackson, she's stunning. Mm. Okay. She's gorgeous. Her eyes kind of scare me a little bit, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But the way it started and surprised me was with that pastor on TV, and it was Johnny Knoxville. I yep. said, huh? What's he doing? Like, yep. What is he doing? <laughs> So apparently there's a satanic cult going around murdering people, uh, murdering metal kids to mm-hmm. be specific. So this movie is about three young <laughs> hellions, <laughs> death metal ladies who are on tour and they meet these three boys and uh, decide to take them on home. And then surprise, they're the Satanists mm-hmm. who are killing people. But for their not twist. satanist yeah that's yeah. everything about this movie uh played into my specific uh likes and so i i'm aware that it is a junky movie like this is there's this isn't a thinker um no but i liked it a lot let's see uh we'll start with val who uh the the blonde she has to piss every five minutes completely relatable like <laughs> that is my spirit she's like she's exactly why I would be a bad killer because I would have to pee the whole time like she's caught with her pants down literally when the boys are trying to escape she is and if you use the bathroom in a victim's house your DNA is left there they're gonna find you yep Uh, (laughs) we have uh the metal stuff they use they use merciful fate for the band that when they go in to listen to the band and I mean I feel like they should have just paid someone or at least slapped some corpse paint on them for Christ's sake I liked the, the, you know, the talking out in the, the parking lot. It made me miss shows. Yes, it was boring and stupid. That is what people talk about at shows. It's 100% okay. legit. But also <laughs> the talking in the parking lot about the shows is where I realized that something was amiss. Mm-hmm. I realized that the girls were not who they said that they were because they were asking Piercing Eye Girl um what her first show was and she's like oh I don't know and the girl's like didn't you say it was the scorpions I'm like bitch you know what your first show is yeah you never forget 100% yeah they're they're more you know arena rock so if you're like going (laughs) with with, like the you know I like all of it I like every trash bag band ever so like I like the cock rock like the the guys with hair a mile long a mile high I don't care um I have no like George Lynch from Dawkin that's my boy I, I have no shame about any of this. However, I do know I have conversed with plenty of metalheads that uh, I, I wore a poison shirt to an Iron Maiden show once. Just to Did they kill you? Oh no! I got a lot of really angry looks. <laughs> I'm not. I get all my um. I get all my metal knowledge secondhand through L. Literally, the only thing I recognized when the guy was like, "Oh, my first show is Dio," I was like, "Holy diver! I know that one from Guitar Hero." Why is it tiger? <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it but that's why I have L yeah wrong in that department Dio's my boy too uh Dio though I I would say his his days in rainbow were even better than his solo stuff but I'm not I'm not gonna (laughs) she said but I digress I digress yes um (laughs) so I mean this this played into like again all of my things that I like relevant to my interests we'll put it that way um 
and it goes it goes along well with pure for the religious mm-hmm. aspect because what it is is that they're um church members johnny knoxville is the girl's dad mm. and they're trying to <laughs> it actually reminds me of velocipasser because there's this <laughs> whole thing wasn't it to like get people hooked on cocaine so that they would go through to rehab the church, and yeah. then come back to the church it's literally this they want people to be so scared of seeing this because they're killing people that they'll come to church yep what yeah it was a it was a unique take the satanic panic thing is actually what anchored it in the 80s for me when like the all of the stuff was like they the the movie was first opening i'm like this doesn't feel super <laughs> 80s this just feels like an old like you know rural area um and then the the satanic panic stuff on the radio i believe when they're when they're um talking the girls are talking that's when i was like oh, okay yeah and that was what when you watch mandy that's what places it that's the first thing that really uh anchors that movie in the 80s too which is interesting because nick cage is like driving through the woods listening to something the same kind of shit the same kind of satanic panic shit yeah (laughs) and i mean every movie could be made better with nick cage in it but johnny knoxville is uh pretty good in this one like he's incredible in this one he plays a sleazy pastor well (laughs) seriously like like complete with like hiding money from the church stealing mm-hmm. it all his ex-wife is like comes into to the house to get her passport and snorts some coke <laughs> real quick before she gets myrtled it's great it's like a really really good time like it mm-hmm. never stops being a good time i appreciate the crap out of that <laughs> yep. last week our movies were just not good like mm-hmm. this week had really good movies. before i forget though i for- totally forgot to mention this for um come true the other thing that i really like because this just reminded me of that is it sort of felt retro like it felt mm. like an older horror movie so mm-hmm. and they don't make movies well, not to sound like a fucking grandpa but they don't make movies like that really anymore they're always trying to do something new but like way to put that old style into a, a newer well, movie and here's here's that supporting information as well we have the boys didn't they, they made some normal teenage mistakes but they were not continually boneheading their way into worse no. and worse situations they put up a fight they uh knew they, they were smart about who their friend and foe was even as the the group started to splinter they weren't stupid which is one no. thing i will say about every other new movie i have watched recently is it's full of fucking dumb people doing dumb shit and it's not scary <laughs> Yeah, and if you want to hear her yell about that some more, listen to the last episode. It's a lot. It's really good. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I love this one. It was junk food, but it was it was my type of junk food. I love. But it. that's really that's the kind of stuff I like during spooky mm-hmm. season. Like I don't I don't mind a sinker. Like um, movies like Hereditary and Midsummer, mm-hmm. they are new like new styles, and they definitely make me think but uh, sometimes I just really like to turn off my brain and have a great time yeah and this did that yeah and this also like hey it is a typical slasher there's not any supernatural elements really in it and I still liked it look at that see it is a possibility thank you we summon the darkness Yes, and I also noticed that uh, the production company in the beginning is the Power Rangers one, and so that's why I was like, this is metal by the Power Rangers. And that's, oh, cool. <laughs> that's how I went into it. <laughs> I love that for you. 
Uh, so our final one, our classic horror story. I've, I've, I love this movie. Um, it was also like a, like a unique type of movie because it really has you thinking it's, it's something else. It reminded me a lot of Into the Tall Grass. Did you see that? It's a Netflix original. It came out last year, I think. I don't um, think I have. It's a weird trip of a movie. But then it also was making me think of, well, yeah, it was making me think of, of Midsummer. Mm. And I remember I watching the trailer for this movie and like before deciding to put it on this list and it was saying things like, if it reminds you of a movie you've seen before. And I'm like, what does this mean and I so I'm like sitting here and like this is uncomfortable comfortable territory Mm -hmm. like who are these things and then it turns out they're making a movie Mm -hmm. and the people in it have no idea that this is like they're in a horror movie it's phenomenal yeah um I hated it halfway through like halfway through at least my my gripe as I was watching it is like there they have supernatural elements here there are things that seem like they have some kind of supernatural suspense in them but Mm -hmm. they're not going into it I'm not getting the story I don't know the rules this is pissing me off and all I'm seeing is this really graphic violence that triggers that whole like my it makes me feel uncomfortable in my body because I don't I don't like seeing like stuff shoved through someone's eye and no I don't like that either and so I was just having a real bad time. And I was like, this is exactly the type of movie I don't like for these reasons. And then at the end, it's almost as if this woman is coming, that she comes to realize that she's in this movie and these people are doing this mechanism. It's like almost a statement that these movies suck. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this is, uh, you know, this is the revenge is she shoots him in the head for making me have to watch this shit, this suffering that has no actual real point to it and it was like a a really smart statement that came out of something that I was really not having fun with I actually paused it at that point where all they they had the people up on the altar and that's when they did the eye thing yes I had Mm -hmm. to pause that and walk away I couldn't I, I was just really uncomfortable and I wasn't having fun and I did something else and I came back to it the next day and that's when I was like oh shit this is actually a really good movie yes it, it, I mean like yeah I was really thinking that it was going to be something so like unpleasant and, mm-hmm. and kind of kind of basic like yeah like the village <laughs> but like scary yeah you know? especially when she's like oh this isn't a forest when the girl when they've come across yes. that girl and she says that I'm like oh shit this is the village isn't it god also <laughs> we had like the tropey like characters that were like you know the good girl and the father mm-hmm. like the repentant father and then the the dumbass kids doing dumbass shit that gets them into the problem to be the doctor with. really pissed me off I'm like you're just like not a pleasant man he's not good under pressure he really freaked mm-hmm. the fuck out and just <laughs> showed his whole ass it was shitty he was shitty yeah but- and at the same time there was this undercurrent with him too where it was like there was something like seriously wrong and he is under a lot of like emotional stress and he cannot mm-hmm. handle this and this man's not going to survive this no matter what no there's too many things going against him again I think it was playing at you know a classic horror story all of these formulaic things that come into like the character building and the way that these plots go and just like blowing it open in the end and that was just it's really satisfying and it is unlike the other ones that I liked on on this list this one was a thinker and it came Mm -hmm. around in the end 
it, it really did and I just like that like nice touch at the end where the person who you can't see is like we're seeing it through their POV mm-hmm. and they're like scrolling through the it's like whatever if Netflix and Shutter had a baby and he's, <laughs> he's clicking on this movie and plays a little bit of it like it's an actual movie and I was like mm-hmm. yeah I like it <laughs> also like that even as like she's broken that wall and she's go yes. she's she's escaped everything they're all filming her with like this abject horror yes. on her face it, it was very antebellum yeah, yeah. <laughs> she gets on that beach and uh she's like oh my god <laughs> like civilization and then Just there's that that cleansing moment of her sitting mm-hmm. down in the ocean and the ocean taking the blood and stuff from her and it was i it was great I, I love the end of this. It Agreed. made up for all the rest of it because I was angry throughout most of it. <laughs> I totally understand. I would definitely watch this movie again. So that's the end of our list. We got uh, through it. We sure did. So yeah, we're just past the halfway point with recording. So if you want to know what our next week's movies are going to be, please tune in on social media to find out. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at GITM Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WitchXPudding. And you can follow me at Nocturnical. Okay, bye.